0: It's time for a Swedish Fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. Sweden has always been at the forefront of technology and banking innovations. They introduced their first automated cash machine in July 1967. They got their first Payment cards in the 1950s, digitalized bank accounts in the 1960s, and developed internet infrastructure and internet banking in the mid 90s. But the question today is: Is Sweden moving towards a cashless society? Hey, Sanhei, I am Pixel Pia, and this is a Swedish fika. The podcast where I talk about Sweden and Swedes. The real movement towards a cash-free society started with the robbery in 2009. On September 23rd, 2009, at 5.15am, what is known as the Westberga helicopter robbery took place. A cash depot belonging to the British firm G4D was robbed. The robbers used a stolen Bell 206 Jet Ranger helicopter and landed on the roof of the depot. Three people then broke The pyramid-shaped and reinforced glass window with sledgehammers and climbed down. They broke into the vault using explosions and filled up their bags with approximately 4.3 million US dollars in cash. They then climbed back up and left in the helicopter. Seven people have been arrested for the robbery, but the money has never been recovered and none of the employees in the building was hurt. But this robbery, where cash was the aim, had some worker unions in Sweden start to campaign against cash as a way to protect their workers. There are three driving aspects to the movement towards a cashless society in Sweden. A consumer-driven change, the public sector's support, and the private sector's innovations. In 2010, 40% of the Swedes reported using cash for recent purchases. That number has sunk to 13% in 2018. Compare this to the US, where around 70% of Americans still use cash on a weekly basis. One of the reasons why Swedes have such trust in electronic payments goes back to 2003, when Swedish financial service providers collaborated to develop the bank ID, a computer-based electronic identification system. Users were issued a unique six-digit code and an identification to improve security when making payments. The system has developed over time and is now a mobile app used by 94% of Sweden's population. Bank ID is today recognized alongside documents like passports and driver's licenses. In 2012, the six largest banks in Sweden worked together and built an instantaneous mobile payment platform known as Swish. Swish is today mostly used to transfer money between friends and family. And all you need is a bank ID, a bank account and a smartphone with a Swish app. For example, you go out to dinner with a few friends and as almost always in Sweden, you split the bill. One person pays the bill, either with a credit card or pay card or with his or her Swish. And all the others take out their phones and with just a few clicks they have all transferred their share of the cheque to the person who paid. This method of payment has become so common that Swedes now use the verb to swisha somebody money. A small number of Swedes have taken the technology even further. An entrepreneur, Johan Österlund, and his company Biohacks has developed a microchip the size of a grain of rice that can be inserted under the skin of a person's hand. The chip can contain all your information like bank ID, wish, and much, much more. And around 5,000 Swedes have the chips implanted. Even though cash is a legal tender in Sweden, many stores, coffee shops and even banks don't accept cash anymore. And you may ask, how is this possible? This has to do with Sweden's legal framework. Contract laws have higher precedence than banking and payment laws. If a store put up a sign that they don't accept cash. Then you as a customer have entered a contract or an agreement with that store as you enter and cannot use cash. Most Swedish bank branches are cash-free as well. If you want to deposit or withdraw cash, you have to use an ATM or make an appointment several days ahead and inform them that this is a cash transaction. The Swedish Central Bank Riksbanken has started a project to develop its own digital currency called the e The e would offer the general public continued access to state money issued by the Riksbanken, but in a digital form. The system would act together with the existing cash and one e or e, the letter e would be valued to the same as one krona in cash. The Riksbanken started analysing the need for an e-krona in 2017 and in 2020 they introduced their pilot project, which is still ongoing. The reasons why this has worked so well in Sweden and developed so fast are several. First, Sweden has an extremely fast adaption, of internet technologies subsidized by the government in the 1990s. Sweden has today 100% mobile coverage, which makes mobile payments easy. Swedes also have, in general, a very good relationship with the government and trust the government and the banks. But there are concerns... So far we have focused on convenience and increased security. But there are also negative sides to the cashless society. Concerns for the elderly with dementia. Concerns about an increased divide between tech-savvy young people and the elderly. People in rural areas are also at a disadvantage since they might have a long distance to the closest ATM if they should need to deal with cash. It has also been pointed out the importance of cash when it comes to enabling people who experience domestic abuse to hide cash away if their abuser has control over their bank account. Another disadvantage is that everyone can be traced and that we will lose our privacy. But many argue that we have already given up our privacy when we use social media. On the other hand, the possibility to trace can also lead to an easier way to trace crimes and maybe even block them. So is Sweden on its way to becoming a cashless society? I don't think they will ever totally get rid of cash. But with the Riksbankens development of the e-krona, it is definitely moving toward a less cash-dependent society. Whether this is a positive or negative, you have to make up your own mind about. But I think this development is hard, if not impossible, to stop. In my next episode, we will talk about something much lighter, Easter and Easter traditions. And to make sure you get informed on when that episode comes out, I suggest you become a subscriber. Now, it's only one thing left to do, and that is to say, as we say in Sweden, hey då! You can keep up with everything from a Swedish Fika on a or on Facebook or Instagram as a Swedish Fika. And you can reach Pixel at pixelpia at a Swedish